Shark Buggly. Shark Buggly. Shark Buggly. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Shark Buggly, our weekly loose and disorderly chat with me, Katie Johnson, and my great British Bake Off pal, Howard Middleton. With this being our 64th episode, here are other things with the same number. Inches in height of James Madison, the shortest US president. Kilometres per hour top speed of a North African ostrich. And calories burnt off by one minute's kissing. Hmm, better than the gym. This week, when we caught up, we had just been notified we'd reached the dizzy heights of the top 10% of podcasts globally. Which is all down to you, so huge thank you. But it must have done me a mischief, as I'm getting over a rather nasty cold, which had had my body shaking all over a few nights before. Not a pleasant experience. Shaking? Shaking. It was awful. So I think I must have just been overheated. Um, yeah. I'm not, not being, you know, not to blow my own trumpet, but overheating in the bedroom, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Occupational hazard, yes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, because I've done that, I'm all now stiff in my neck. Oh, oh my back's terrible at the moment. Oh. I, I went to Ikea the other day to pick up a, um, <laughs> a chest of drawers. And I went on the tram, optimistically thinking, I should be able to carry this back on the tram. <laughs> anyway, when, I, when they brought it out, because I'd ordered it in advance, and they'd just bring it downstairs to you, <laughs> ready to put into your car, <laughs> which I haven't got. <laughs> and so they brought it down. Just get the, the weight of this <laughs> and lifted it up, and it's like, there's no way I can get this back to the tram. So then I had to ring for an, for an Uber to, uh, to pick me up so strange because apparently there's something wrong with the uber app that that sort of implies that you should meet your uber driver in the middle of the main road and he says <laughs> the number of people who've tried to struggle with stuff from ikea onto the road as if he's going to stop there <laughs> but yeah so i got i got it back and uh, put it together oh it's been a nightmare oh it's been off. Why is it everything involving any kind of furniture in your home? Are you keeping it? <laughs> I am keeping it, but I can't get the drawers to sit. And it's the, these drawers where you, they've got no handles on them. So you push them and they open up and you push again to close oh, them. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, which is really nice, except there's one drawer, the middle drawer, <laughs> which is sticking out a little bit more on the right-hand side mm. than the left-hand side. And it sort of gives you the instructions of how to resolve this. You take the drawer out and you turn this screw either clockwise or anti-clockwise, mm. and that will bring it forward or back. Yeah. But it doesn't tell you which way to turn it to bring it forward or back. So, and it doesn't tell you whether you need to do the same with the other side or do the opposite with the other side in order to straighten it up. Oh, so it's really got me <laughs> worked up. But I went online and it showed you, there was a woman who very helpfully had shown her experience of putting a similar chest of drawers together mm. 
she constructs it and it's all speeded up you know while she's constructed it and now i'm going to put the drawers in she says and she puts one drawer in and i think well she didn't seem to have much trouble with that then it comes to the second drawer she says oh <laughs> i appear to have put the runners on upside down <laughs> so she has to take the whole thing <laughs> i'm thinking this is not exemplary is it really <laughs> oh, has your stool arrived from lithuania Oh, about five minutes ago. No. Was, yes. Oh, how funny. I thought, what a wonderful, yeah. yeah. I thought at first it might actually arrive while we were recording the podcast. I thought, how wonderful would that be? <laughs> if we could always pretend it does. Oh, who's that at the door? <laughs> Let me just go. From Lithuania, <laughs> you say? <laughs> and? Yes. So it was beautiful. Oh. It is beautiful. It's a little bigger than I expected it to be. <laughs> <laughs> so there's not. We've not got a very large kitchen, and there's not much room for for me and the stool in there. But <laughs> I need a picture. I need a picture of. Said I know you stool. do. I, w I will because you said. Oh, can we rephrase was, that a bit? Because that I, sounds. I, doesn't I, it? I need a picture <laughs> of your stool, Mister Middleton. Because of course you're at that age <laughs> now. <laughs> That's like back to your doctors again, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I thought I knew it was arriving today. I got down and cleaned the kitchen floor this morning with the expectation that Katie would want a photo <laughs> of the stool when it arrives. <laughs> You'll laugh at me though, I because we're working now full on, so um. We have to stand all day now once upon a time it never bothered me but i don't know whether because i'm getting yeah. older i'm struggling a bit so i thought well i'm going to do what howard does and i'll have it i'll see if i can get a little fold-up stool just to go on the yes. kitchen the demo kitchen yeah two and a half hours yesterday i was looking and i thought this is ridiculous this just reminds me of howard uh, anyway I, I still haven't found one because they're either only made for people who are six and a half stone or they're not very good reviews and I don't want anything too bulky so yeah I still not found it anyway I thought right okay if I'm if I can't find a stool I shall buy myself treat myself some new footwear so I have oh. I have gone and researched again and I've yeah. gone for um, a brand of trainer do they still call them trainers or are they snickers now? I or think sneakers? so, yeah. Sometimes they call them running shoes and you think, well, I'm not going to be running in these, am I? But no. Yeah. So I've gone for a brand that apparently is very good. And so I'm awaiting probably here tomorrow. So brand new pair oh. of... I'm oh, quite excited, brand new pair of trainers. I haven't got excited over a brand new pair of trainers since I was about 17. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when you used to get them and you, oh, you hated getting them dirty? didn't you? That oh, yeah, oh. yeah, mm. yeah. Although I think, I think this it's a strange contradiction, isn't it? Because I bought a, um, a new coat. Well, I did get the barber that we were talking about when we were at Chilliford. Did you? I got a barber. And there's something about it that sort of screams man wearing brand new barber. <laughs> and it sort of looks as if it needs to kind of bed in a bit mm. and look a bit you know, as if you need to sort of wear it and make it look a bit more um, as if it's lived a little. And I think that's true with trainers as well, isn't it? Sometimes they do look like they they need a little bit of life. Mm. Did you go mm. for a wax one or a quilted one? Wax. wax. Oh, do you smell then? I don't think so. Also, be careful getting in people's cars. 
Why? Because, well, I... I Just gen- generally. <laughs> is that less than for <laughs> No, in wax jackets, if you get in or sit on people's seats with a brand new wax jacket, because it'll go on the seats. Yeah. You have to be careful, darling. It, it'll go on the seats? Mm. I'm sure, well... But- in the old but days. But that's not my responsibility, is it? I thought there was something going to happen to the the court. You <laughs> oh. were telling me I could I could transfer yes. yeah. wax onto that. Yeah. Oh, right. Doesn't oh, it God. say on the instructions, just be careful for the first few... I oh, know. it says all sorts. And about how you can have it re-waxed yes. after it's had many years of yeah. use yeah. and all this business. You can wax but, it yourself. Uh, yes, mm. yeah. You, and also, they sent me a... Um, an email this week, 15% off your next purchase. Well, I don't want another one yet, but I did think of getting a detachable hood. Have you got the studs around the collar ready? Yes, oh, they're, okay, all, they're yeah. all there. It's re- mm. And you can buy linings, mm. you know, if you want to bulk it up and make it warmer in yes, winter and what have yeah. you. So, yeah, it's a whole new world. Got a new book. Oh, Yes, it's called The Lost Foods of England. And it only arrived yesterday. I think it had got lost. No, it's not. not. (laughs) Boom, boom. (laughs) I've only literally skimmed through it. But immediately you think, oh, this has got some interesting stuff in it. I mean, it's Old Wife's Sod. Oh. Uh, Yes. Okay. Or Yorkshire Sod. Uh, And I'd never heard of it. I mean... (laughs) We've heard of, of two types, haven't two we? Types, so two there's types. A, yes. Mm. So there's sod as in turf. Yes. Like, and there's obviously sod as in uh, not very nice <laughs> sort of uh, <laughs> word. But, um, but yeah, it's, um, it's basically they break up oat cakes and soak them in a savoury custard, pepper them and then bake them. So it's it's like sort of, Bits of oat cakes in custard. And it says here, if you lightly toast and butter the oat cakes before breaking them up, they make the sod a tastier dish. Oh, oh I've never yeah. heard of that. But I'd, I'd never heard of the term in a sort of culinary way. No. My dad always used to talk about something called pobs. Have you heard of pobs? It was a children's programme pobs, wasn't it? Was it character pobs? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Was there a character called Pop? I think it's Pop. Was I think I Pop? What's that? I'm sure the tune went like that. Pop's program. Yes, there was Pop. 1985, children's television series. Oh, you've got to find you've got to find a theme tune now to see whether what I just did was anything like it. Oh no, I'm thinking of somebody else. Yeah, that's Pob. Pob. What was that? What was that little thing that looked like a sort of cone-shaped thing? And he had an ant or something. Don't know, H. Was it Bod? Bod. 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 Oh, there was a bod. Was there a bod? 1975. Right, what's the theme tune to bod? (laughs) What were you talking about before? (laughs) Bobs. (laughs) 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 
yeah, that's it. Was that what you were trying to up. sing? Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Oh, well, there we are. <sighs> breathe, breathe easy, everyone. We've sorted it out. Mm. Okay, so back anyway, to pods. Pops, pops, pops. Uh, pops. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's a northern term, uh, <laughs> which it would be, and it's it's primarily when children and and not uh, not feeling very well, uh, if they're ill, they have broken up bits of bread in milk, oh. and they're called pops. Right. Uh, so. My dad used to use it as a sort of derogatory term for anything. Well, in, in fact, my mum did as well. Anything that's a bit kind of tasteless and sort of mushy. And so they say, oh, it's like pobs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think sod the, uh, is similar to pobs. But I... th there's another one here mm. um, with a recipe for boiled salad. Because uh, apparently... It's only in uh, about the 18th century that salads began to be raw vegetables. So before that, a salad was basically a combination of vegetables that could be cooked. Oh, right. um, so that's why they have a boiled salad. This, this sounds very strange. Uh, to make an excellent boiled salad, and they call it salad as well. Right. Uh, take a spinach well washed, two or three handfuls, put in fair water and boil till it be exceeding soft and tender as pap. <laughs> then <laughs> put in a pap, <laughs> put in a colander and drain water from it, which done with the backside of your chopping knife, chop it and bruise it as small as it may be. Then put it into a pipkin. Oh, I love the Pipkins. No, they were a super it. children's TV program. This is just going from one children's program to another, isn't it? Yeah, Pipkins. Do you know you can get sods to this day, but it stands for superoxide dismutases. And it's apparently something oh. to do with your defence against um, stress in the body. So there is, really? yeah, and you can increase your sod naturally, apparently. Uh, broccoli, oh. cabbage, and Brussels sprouts are naturally rich in sod. They are, wow. You know. Um, anyway, after you've put your salad in a pipkin uh, <laughs> with a good lump of sweet butter, you put currants in it, which I wasn't expecting mm. in a salad. Add vinegar until reasonable tart. And then with sugar, season it according to the taste of the master of the house and so serve it upon sippets. On what? On sippets, which I had to look up, which again is sort of bread, but crusty bread that, uh, or little crispy bits of bread. So I suppose early croutons, really. Yeah, sippets. <laughs> that sounds more like something in a history lesson, isn't it? Yes, and this period was early croutons. <laughs> early uh, croutons. Early croutons. <laughs> Um, so what what year is that then? Did it say? What year was that? Yeah. So that was original receipt from Country Contentments or the English Huswife <laughs> by Gervais Markham, which was written in 1650. Oh, so, wow. Ooh, that's an old one, isn't it? Yeah, that's his old. Yeah. Uh, mine's only seven minutes past seven, 1907. <laughs> and uh, it's, another, it's another one, Baptist Ladies Cookbook. What would we do mm. without them? I love the Baptist ladies. Note good digestion trait on appetite and health on both. Uh, Macbeth, that was from. Did you know that? 
Oh, I was in Macbeth at, at school. Were you? What, which, oh, you played the bottom. Oh, no. Is bottom in Macbeth? No! Why would you automatically think I'd play a bottom? No! I, <laughs> I played a, a child. I was an apparition. <laughs> I was, Not for the first I time, was, darling. <laughs> I was a child crowned with a tree in his hand. Oh, so, right. Yeah. Uh, Did you have any lines? Yes, I think I think so. I think I said something like, Macbeth shall never vanquished be until great Burnham Wood from high Dunsinane Hill shall come against him or something like, or shall rise against him. And then somebody said, that will never be. Who can impress the forest with the earth? Or something like that. Yeah. So but it was weird. strange. Uh, I'd probably be about 34. 13, I think. No, about 13, I think. I have to walk on with a like a tree in my hand, uh, which basically is a br uh, you know branches of leaves. And around the area of the school, they'd been doing some felling, so and some pruning and what have you. So I, I <laughs> was a bit shy at the time, so I chose the biggest branch that I could find to hide behind. <laughs> to hide behind. <laughs> What the... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm very impressed that you've remembered that line. Anyway, in this book, there's all sorts, as always. Now, it says, contributed by the ladies of Monmouth. I presume it's Illinois. Yeah. Ohio, Ohio pudding, Miss Emma C. Snyder. Which does sound nice, Ohio pudding. So it's cus yeah. custard... And uh, two quarts of milk, six eggs, two tablespoons cornstarch, one cup sugar, pinch of salt, one tablespoon vanilla. Add to this one quart of whipped cream, one pint each of preserved or candied cherries, pineapple and strawberries. Let the custard cool before adding cream and fruit and then you freeze as ice cream. Wow. So that was really sort of leading me to think it was sort of almost trifle-like mm. and then you, you freeze it. You freeze it. it. Wow. So I wonder if that's mm. still around, Ohio, Ohio. So uh, mm. folks in Ohio, do let us know. And then I do feel for Mrs. F. Foster and Mrs. Guy Stapp of Chicago because it's a, we've had this similar before when they've submitted a recipe and either <laughs> don't know the name or they've forgotten it. And so you've got Mrs. Guy with a delicious dessert and Mrs. Foster with a pretty dessert. I mean... <laughs> But Mrs. Pretty Dessert is just great pineapple in a dish, cover with meringue, heaped up and browned, and put candied cherries on top for a garnish. So that's it. But that's her, that's oh. her contribution to a pretty dessert. Um, although one thing that disturbed me, you know you do have sponsors, uh, normally sponsors, so, so they can do... I don't have sponsors. Don't you, darling? No. I don't know what to no. say. What, what do you want me to say? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I don't think you'd want this one. Because on the huge page spread, bearing man, it's a cookery book. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Can you see that? <laughs> Mom, Mom's sewer pipe. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine the meeting? We've managed to get someone to sponsor us. <laughs> and they're, they're, oh, yes. Oh, who is that? Well, it's the Monmouth Sewer Pipe Company. <laughs> oh. And at the beginning of this book, whoever's had this book has put little clips of newspapers in and added to the book, which is absolutely yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. And there's one here they've cut out from a German crumb cake. 
the cook's tour it's called and there's four pictures of this lady obviously cooking but howard i can't get over the size of this woman's arms <laughs> it's, the, it's the length of her arms can you see <laughs> do you think they've they've sort of extended them so that she she's some distance away from the the dish <laughs> so i do like that one oh. oh we've had some more hellos muffin mary cpa it's a little is that a real name do you think it's mary no. it's mary but it's oh, muffin mary yeah. so muffin mary. yeah a little late listening to last week's episode but um just to let you know i have an amazing cold oven pound cake recipe and the bread recipe oh. my mum made twice a week when i was a, a child that my dear hubby now makes is also a cold oven start they do exist do you remember we were talking about cold yes. oven starts? yeah never yeah. heard of it before no We've also hired to Margaret Huffstedler. What a wonderful name. Margaret oh, Huffstedler. Oh, yes. Who says, good morning from Maggie and Louie. Hi to Kathy and to Lorraine. Lorraine Robinson. I love your podcast. I laugh every morning. And thank you to Kim from Mr. Bentley's World for suggesting we listen to you both. So Mr. Bentley's World is Kim. Oh, that's who, lovely. Uh, yeah, it is. It's, um, she yeah. has about 60,000 followers, does Kim, on her Facebook page. Really? Yeah, I know. I bet she's got, she must have got a bigger kitchen. She can fit, fit them all. <laughs> she, she, could have, she could have your stool in there and it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the fact that we're in the top ten percent, top ten percent yeah. of podcasts, yeah. yeah, amazing. Well, I'd, I'm not the only one who thinks it's amazing. So we've had lots of lovely congratulations messages as well. So Jules says congratulate, congratulations, well deserved. Look forward to each week's podcast so I can giggle and learn from you both. Isn't that nice yeah. that people learn from us? I don't know what. <laughs> I don't. Surprising. <laughs> oh, and the lovely Jane. Lovely Jane. Yeah, Jane Beadle commented, fantastic. Well done, you too. For fans of Bake Off, Jane was a finalist, wasn't she? Yeah. What year was that? So it was, uh, it was Series 7, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I think it was uh, the one that Candice won. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So Lucy said, well done, always look forward to a new episode and uh, say hi also to Heather Haynes. And Barry said that she loves, uh, loves Betty's. Never had a fat rascal, but their Yorkshire gingerbread is lovely. And the fondant fancies. Oh, I wish I was in old York, not New York. <laughs> and speaking of fat rascals, Eliza said, Eliza said on our Instagram page, oh, it's food. Thought you snuck in and got a photo of me and my hubby before coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you so much. And hi to Linda, Christine, who says about the fat rascals. It uh, looks great. Does anyone know of a recipe to make them? And uh, I point in the direction of Kim because Kim is going to make fat rascals on her on her page. I tell you what I'm doing this week, Howard. I'm looking after a friend's hens and cats while they're away. So I'm back to really. Hens. Yeah. Have they brought them round to you, or no. have you got to go somewhere? No, I have to go round to them. <laughs> All right. 
But I, we used to have hens and I had them for over 10 years and they are lovely and they're lovely characters and the eggs are amazing. But, um, yeah. yeah. But the only thing is she's away and I was quite surprised because obviously I've, I've got a key to get in and sort everybody out. And not the hens are living in the house, but the cats No, are. that's what I was thinking then. Yeah, the cats oh. are. And one of them, Howard, had brought a rabbit in into the kitchen. Oh. Mm. So that greeted me. What, the hen had brought the rabbit? <laughs> no, no, no. No. The cat. The, the cat, cat, I thought. <laughs> I thought this is a strange setup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the cat has gone and mm, so that was like massacre on Red Rock. But there we are. Yeah. Oh. I think. Mm, oh no. You know when you think there's probably some bits that are still missing and you haven't been able to find them. Oh. Oh no. Mm. You'd well. Yeah, I suppose you'd need to know what what the. What it looked like beforehand, wouldn't you? Well, it was definitely a rabbit from the bit that I had remaining. Yeah, yeah. sort of jigsaw puzzle. There's a bit missing here. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking after the uh, the hens again. Well, they're giving six to seven eggs a day. So really? I'm doing this for nearly a week. I, I tell you, I, I'm loving my eggs, but... Oh, you, so you can keep the eggs? Oh, then? yes, it's my wage. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, so that's nice. But, of course, I could do with... What was that book that you had? So many things to do with eggs. <laughs> Cause... I know, I've got I've got it here because I'm, I'm, I'm moving stuff around here. Uh, where has it gone? There it is. I need to uh, sort <laughs> stuff out. Yes, 120 ways that was it, 120 of cooking ways. eggs. Yeah. Marcel Boulistan. That's him. That's and, him. Uh, Robin Adair, wasn't it? Yes. Because <laughs> there's only, I'm just, so far I've had, well, I love my scrambled egg. You can't, that's a classic, isn't it? Scrambled egg. Scrambled egg, yes. I, I love a poached egg, though. Oh, as well. me too. Yeah, so I'll, yeah. I'll probably have a poached egg later. Because um, mm. I feel it's nice to have, <laughs> when you've got fresh eggs, you've got to eat them fresh, haven't you? It's criminal, oh, yeah. criminal not to. So, yes. But it got me wondering. Of all the world, which country eats the most eggs? Have a guess. Could it be us? Is it the UK? No. No? No. The people that do eat a whopping 320 per person annually. So that's no. Like, so that's nearly an egg a day. That's nearly one a day, isn't mm. it? Yeah. So where's that then? We can't just... Easter, I Easter Island or something. No, that would be... <laughs> Uh, no, you've got to have a guess. France. No. No. We could be here a while, couldn't uh, we? <laughs> think yeah, of, we could be think here. Think of, I thought it was unusual. The place was unusual. No, there's or... nothing wrong with the place. In fact, they're listening. This country does listen in to Shat Bagley. But I think the, maybe I wouldn't have thought this country would be the one leading the way in egg consumption. But then I'm thinking about it. If I said noodles... That might help. Ah, right. I never thought so, about that. Japan. Yes. Ah. Mm, get you. The word yolk comes from an old English word, geoloca. Oh, that sounds... Doing the geoloca. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Martin. Anyway, ah. uh, which is thought to mean the yellow part. The word, word used to be spelt a yelk. I'm oh, glad that's changed. Oh, and move over Bake Off. Culinary evidence confirms cakes using eggs were made by the ancient Egyptians and Romans. Really? Yeah. 
Here you go, one more, one more. There's a state in America when it comes to the number of eggs laid each year. I guess, really, this state's got more hens than anywhere else in the world. Have I got to guess yeah. where this is? I've already oh, <laughs> Funny enough, I've already mentioned it as well. So if you were listening... Uh, Kentucky? Oh, no, I've mentioned it today. Oh, you've mentioned it today? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Philadelphia. I've mentioned no. Philadelphia today. <laughs> I don't know whether Philadelphia is even a state, is I don't it? think, I think it is. it's a place. Yeah. I think it's Pennsylvania, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Don't, yeah. You're going to say about which ocean it's on as well, so I don't think we should oh, go don't. down that road. <laughs> so something I mentioned earlier, and it ties in with a programme that I wish you would start watching. Oh, right. Ohio. Ohio. Yes. Ohio, Ohio. Yeah. When it comes to the number of eggs laid each year, Iowa leads the nation with more than 14.8 billion eggs produced annually. Good Lord. Wow. Oh, no, it's not Ohio. It's Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio is the next state. Oh, sorry. So I led you with what's it. Anyway, Iowa also does tune in. But that's amazing, isn't it? When you think. It is, mm. yeah. Oh, I tell you what, um, before we go, we were at Ludlow Spring Festival and um, met up with quite a few people that were listening to Shat Bagley, which was nice. Anyway, oh, yeah. Uh, Somebody mentioned that <laughs> would it be a good idea to go and appear at Edinburgh? Ed, I was going to say Edinburgh Woolen Mill. That's not the right one, is it? Edinburgh, Edinburgh Woolen Mill. No. <laughs> Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Right. Doing what? What would we do? I don't know. That's what they say. Oh, we go to Edinburgh Fringe Festival. So I don't know. Really? Yes, but I don't know what no, we I would do. No, I don't know that. No. I, I don't know. Oh, that's making me panic now. Yes, thinking it did about me. It. it did me. And then I thought, well, do we know anything? Do we know when that Edinburgh Fringe is? So I thought, Edinburgh Fringe. I don't know. We went one year. Oh, did you? Uh, Peter and I. We booked tickets for two things. And one, we were a bit late getting there when we missed. Um, which wasn't great. And then I'd got some friends who were also appearing in something as well. So I we went to see them. Hmm. And uh, that was a bit, a bit weird. Well, what uh, did they yeah. do? It was a play, I think, that involved some kind of polar bear or something. And somebody throwing biscuits or so. Yes! Strange. We got hit, almost got hit by a biscuit. But... <laughs> Oh, well, maybe that's what we because it, it, yeah, it's in August, by the way. I've just seen. I, th I think I think somebody's already done the polar bear and the biscuits throwing. So let's. <laughs> we could maybe do a, with something. What different. was a sodopod or a what was the other one? A sodopod or a sod sod sodopod. Um, sod a pop of a sippy. Yeah. That sounds more like a group of solicitors, though, doesn't it? Now. <laughs> <laughs> and they're very expensive solicitors too. Must say apologies to Shakespeare fans as Bottom obviously features in A Midsummer Night's Dream. And don't worry, no polar bears were hurt in the making of this episode. Always lovely to hear from you on our Facebook and Instagram pages. And this week was Howard's birthday and he loves seeing your messages on there. Also, thank you for reviewing Shatbagley wherever you tune into our podcast. And if you haven't already, please do. We do appreciate it. So that's it for another week. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Right then, another seven eggs today. Glenn, do you fancy a poached egg? What do you mean again? <laughs> <laughs>